You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. Welcome to Candace and Jess Judge a Book by Its Cover. I'm Candace. And I am Jess. Welcome to the only podcast on the whole gosh darn internet where it's Candace and Jess uh, judging books on their covers. We don't read any of these books. We just look at the cover and we tell you a story. We spin you a yarn. We open up a big dusty tome and read a fable or something like that about uh, monsters. Maybe. No, I'm totally like the Tomb Raider. I'm ready. I got my braids on. I'm going in. That's um, the way to be. I'm, I've got the outfit. Bi- I'm bringing some... I've got some big energy coming into this episode, Candace. I can feel it. Do you, yeah. know, do you know what I did about two hours ago? What did you do we about ate a, two hours Me ago? and Ray, we ate a, like a great, great big full English breakfast. What? That's the, that's the way to bring... Uh, that's the energy you want to bring into recording yes. any kind of anything. You know, English breakfast is a tea, but what you had was bacon, sausage, baked beans, the, prop, the most proper that baked beans that we can get in Canada because we can't quite get the good beans, the good, good beans that they get across the pond. Yeah. Uh, and then we had uh, pan fried mushrooms and toast and eggs scrambled. Oh, yeah. Wild. Yeah. That is wild. We got it all um, together and uh, ate it at like two o'clock, and then <laughs> I tell you that, uh, and we had a glass of orange juice to really, you know, vitamin C. <laughs> That's some big breakfast energy that you're bringing to the podcast today, Jess. Oh. And I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the way to. That's the way to start your. That's gonna. That's jump starting your afternoon. I guess I've had enough vegetables for the both of us today, and you can just feel good about that big English breakfast. How was Guy Fawkes Day, by the way? I know it was really important over there. Yeah, well, this is the thing. (laughs) So, Guy Fawkes Day. Our last recording day was (laughs) Guy Fawkes Day, so now it's really in the past. Let's bring it up again. There we go. Let's all talk about Guy Fawkes Day to all you people in BC who totally know what that is. I had no idea, and I still don't really. Didn't you ever see uh, V for Vendetta? No. That's how I learned about Guy Fawkes Day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, moving on. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no. It was good. It was real good. Um, uh, Ray and I went to the uh, the park near uh, our house, and we yes. let off sparklers because, well, we weren't going to go go and get fireworks, which would be probably really illegal. So we just went and Maybe. lit off fireworks and just whirled them around. Or not, no, sorry, sparklers and just sort of waggled them around. A little bit, and that was that. That's super yeah, romantic. It was fun. I it love was real that. fun. And Ray was a little worried. She's like, "Oh no, do you think people are are gonna think that we're, uh, you know, actually? Do you think we're gonna re- get arrested?" I'm like, "No, no, no, no. People aren't gonna. Perhaps. We're not gonna get arrested. <laughs> Nothing bad's gonna happen like that. At the very least, people will think we're doing drugs." Yeah. Yeah. Excuse just loudspeaker. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Put out those sparklers. Quit mm-hmm. having fun. No laughing, yeah. please. <laughs> Where did you get those sparklers? Did you get them at the I don't sparkle at unit the, at the illegal fireworks store. It's like, well, we got them at the dollar store. That's you know. what they call the dollar store. Yeah. At, you know, at the blue boys club. They, they do. Say, 
the yeah, blue boy the, is that the blue boys club is that a, just a euphemism for the police yeah i was just trying really hard to remember where the police meet up mm-hmm. like, i think that's the police station candace but yeah yeah i did yeah. that the police, i they, went police all meet up at the at the police officers club yes like, i went the long way which i often do that's all it's a it's a neat way to go isn't it it is i always pick the long way I'm and um, i don't regret it of the long way you are? Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm a big advocate of getting there eventually. Oh, <laughs> Tom Waits, take the long way home. Oh, wait. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's not what it's called. But also, that's the, the Bloodhound Gang. Yes. Really? Yeah, they got a song called the Take the Long Way Home, I think. Er, and then there's Super Tramp, too. Take the you... long way home. Oh, yeah, there we go. Look, everyone, all the bands. All the bands. You all know the, what you come here for, guys. <laughs> all the bands that matter are telling you, they're giving you a very important message here, and that is that you should just take the long way home. Why are you taking all this extra time taking going to home <laughs> quickly? Yeah, screw that. It's bullshit. It is bullshit. Yeah. You know, I was asked the other day, I said, is your podcast, this person asked me if the podcast was about music, and I said, well, it's not really what it's supposed to be about, but we work it in in every moment that we possibly can we do yeah i love it when so, people ask us what the podcast is about and we both are still really unsure after two right. years of doing it i'm pretty sure on the last episode we actually asked you guys to let us know what What's, the podcast what, is about what? so <laughs> <laughs> we're just waiting on that yeah. we're just waiting for some emails mm-hmm. we, we really you know uh can you guys tell I... us what the thing is that we do <laughs> please please Sorry, I was just about to go into something that I've been thinking about quite a bit lately. Jess. Candace. Welcome to Candace and Jess Judge a Book by its cover. This is KPX 99.3 FM. I could do that, right? You could totally do that. I could we're, I we're could starting do a, it. We're going we're gonna to do pirate radio. Yeah, we're getting the lead yeah. out, as, uh, so to speak. KPX um, 90 FM. What is it? FM. I mm-hmm. don't know. I made it up and it's gone now. Yeah. And ABC coming up D. here is Shock the Monkey by Tino, uh, I don't know. I don't know. By a it? monkey in an by, electrical station. By an actual monkey. Yeah, this guy's terrifying. deep. Um, <laughs> zap. Okay, so in this. Zap. Yeah, there we go. At the courtroom, when they have to write out what Jess is saying, it's zap. Yeah, yeah. In parenthesis, monkey sounds monkey business yeah. so nobody ever asks you if you're a monkey person right thank god you guys um, know how i feel about monkeys yeah no but, i don't think that that doesn't really ever come up uh in my day-to-day not too much but something that does get brought up a lot is if you're a cat person or a dog person in fact it was vancouver's country music station jrfm it took up you know quite a bit of airtime, i guess last wednesday or thursday and it got me thinking about cat people and dog people. Mm-hmm. First of all, Jess, do you think you stand anywhere on that? On the on the on the cat people v dog people like um, what are argument? You? What am I? I'm yeah. a I'm an an I enjoy both sides of that fence. Yeah, it's a spectrum, like, isn't it? There's sometimes where I'm all like, "Hey, cats, what's up?" And they're like, "Fuck you!" And I'm like, "Hell yeah!" And there's sometimes where you're like, "Hey, dogs, what's up?" And they're like you're my best friend never leave me ever again and you're like that's cool too i won't right. but you're also not my dog <laughs> we can be <laughs> I, friends i have though. to mm-hmm. i have to leave you yeah well and that's sort of what i 
have been feeling about this whole thing is that it's it's not in my mind it's a spectrum I've had dogs in my life that I love but I would consider myself a cat person and going into the research on that it pretty much seems to come down to like I did some reading and the bottom line seems to be introverts versus extroverts so oh. if you're an introvert, apparently you're a cat person. If you're an extrovert, apparently you're more keen what's, to be a dog person. What's the what's the in between one? Like, because there's introvert. Bird. Is it? Oh. There's introvert and there's extrovert. Isn't there like a vert in between? It's like a, a mesovert. Pervert. A pervert. That you anybody can be a pervert. Pervert. Also, is 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 pervert also an, a euphemism for cat person? Because they're per vert vert maybe yeah. Jess that's that's grasping but I really like it your paws out on that one there we what go I, and you know like the that is sort of like what you just explained breaks my heart a little bit when you were like you know cats can be like fuck you and you're like that's cool and dogs yeah. can be like I love you I really I feel like I. I'm always loved by cats. There's one cat named Peggy out there in the world who really didn't like me, but I never have really felt like they're super fuck you. I did write a little thing, though, that yeah. I think is really important. Okay. So, <clears throat> mm -hmm. Candace people who floor. don't, Candace, ha she did. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, was getting those, I was getting those rowdy kids in the back to sit yeah. down and stop smoking. Down in front. People who don't like cats should take a long look in the mirror. They expect love rather than ex Oh no, I screwed it up. That's people, okay. Don't don't just keep going. People who don't like cats should take a long look in the mirror. They expect love rather than respect love. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. actually feel any way about it. I mean, I the thing that I the thing that I like about cats is that a cat will come up and be like, hey, I need affection from you until I don't need affection from you. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go. Look, I got some things to do. I got some paperwork. Yeah, I got that, Look, I got cat shit to do. I got, I got so cat much shit cat to do. shit to do. And you it's don't know It's piling up. Like, it's <laughs> just, you know, you just sit on the couch. You watch your Mandalorian. You just, you hang out with Baby Yoda. Ooh, I'm going to go. Baby Yoda's getting weird. I haven't Baby I haven't watched Yoda. it. I've been I've been very, very, very tempted to okay. get into it in the format that it has been meant to be viewed on. And that is on my phone. Oh. In in five minute increments when I go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. Well, I actually really didn't get into the first season. It was like a really good thing for me to put on. Uh, so that my boyfriend would cuddle me and I would just look on my phone. But I have gotten into the second season a little more. Mm -hmm. And I think Baby Yoda is morphing a bit and he's getting a little scary. So I'm excited for when you are watching so that we can talk about that. It's like but, it's a slow burn that eventually I will. I know. And like it's it. just silly. I don't have time to be watching shit like this. I'm not sure why I'm doing it. But Tyler likes it. I like Tyler. Mandalorian it is oh that's the thing is that I definitely don't have time to be doing no. to be watching things like that I I really should be doing you know some of the the stuff that I need to be doing uh instead I desperately just want to be playing a video game it's called grounded and you're just you're a little you're you're a shrunk down per it's essentially a a game where you get um you're shrunk down and you hang out in the backyard 
Well, could you like it's it's honey. Contact it is honey. People. I shrunk the kids, but oh, a God. video game. Let's contact these people. We mm-hmm. need a first like we need to be able to be like yeah, play. What is it called? Grounded. It's called Grounded. It's great. And this the there's uh, ladybugs and there's ants. Okay, Jess, wait until aphids. they're paying us. And guess what? There are what? spiders, which are essentially, you know, you know how you're. Some people are like, hey, you know what? I'm afraid of spiders, and you're much bigger than a spider. These are spiders that actually give like I get a physical reaction playing the game. I'm like. I get all like itchy and it feels like, oh God, it's, it's amazing. And it's also nightmares. And I feel uh, an exhilarated rush when I'm like, I've defeated a video game spider. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I now am really excited Uh for you to see the second episode of Mandalorian. I feel good. Oh, we love a good spider. We love a good spider story. All right, guys. So going into the episode. Oh, Candace. We talked about, we talked about dog people, sort of. We talked about cat people, sort of. Yeah. Um, but I actually came across something yesterday or this morning. I don't remember precisely when it happened, but um, something that both makes me so amazed that this is something that's happening and also very furious with the amount of other people that are watching this thing that's happening. Have you ever heard of James Blackwood? I have not heard of James Blackwood. What if I added the continuation of his name on there, his title, if you will? James Blackwood, Raccoon Whisperer. Oh, my God. So if you go into YouTube and you type in James Blackwood, Raccoon Whisperer, it's this guy who uh, I saw him. He fed. He he like he had a small like, I don't know, a swarm of raccoons, whatever you call a group of raccoons. All the oh, raccoons. Shoot, I never got that one. Yeah. He basically he. His milkshake brings all the raccoons to the yard. And damn right, it's a bowl of grapes. And damn right, it's also a basket of hot dogs. Oh. And so that well was a video. Then. And he was like, all these raccoons, they come up and they're putting their little raccoon paws up. And they're like, hey. And he's like, here's a hot dog for you. And it's like, <laughs> it was 18 minutes long. And it was just a guy feeding raccoons. And it had like 30,000 views. And I was like, James yep. James Blackwood, g- congrats. You yeah. you found your niche. That is amazing. I don't. I couldn't have all the raccoons coming to my yard. No, not me either. Because I don't have a yard. Oh well, yeah, a yeah. yard helps for that. Yeah. But I'm sure that they would be fine just crawling up to your window. I and imagine they holding would be. On. I imagine they would be a bit bitey. They are. Yeah. I have. I have some raccoon stories. Uh, very recent raccoon stories as well. But when I share these stories, people tell me not to share these stories. Oh. So I'm not going to share the stories. But Why? just you know. Is... But now I'm curious. You can't, you can't like, we can't talk so much about hot. What was it? Sorry. <laughs> raccoons. Okay. You can cut it out if it's really not okay. Okay. I think it's okay. So I approve. I have a thing with raccoons actually i had a gang of raccoons between eight raccoons and 12 raccoons attack my cat yeah in east vancouver and oh, tyler right. and i had to fight them off my cat and it was one of the wildest times i've ever experienced this is not what the story is about so it's been hard for me to love them again because these raccoons literally were stalking my cat and they weren't going to eat them or anything i don't think i just think they were going to kill them and it was just such a hard 
thing. There was like baby raccoons. Tyler was like picking raccoons up and throwing them. Like yeah. I had a broom. Like it was, I was thinking to myself, is this really how my buddy dies is right inside this. It was just insane. So, you know, I see raccoons. I think a lot about them. Yeah. Walking home the other day, I'd say this was Monday. I noticed that a poor raccoon had got hit and on the road. Oh, no. And I thought, oh, shit. But it's interesting because this part of my walk, I quite often see raccoons and I've been like that have gotten hit by vehicles and I w- get to watch them as they turn into skeletons, which is kind of interesting. Okay. Right. Yeah. So do you get to see that like that passage of time, which is yeah. as much Last as year, it, look, it's 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 a thing that's happened, but yes. that's still kind of cool. Yeah, I no, I'm in, I'm interested, right? Yeah. So like the la- last time this happened, I got to watch it all the way until it was like a bleached skull and all the teeth were in and I I didn't ever touch it, but I thought about it. But anyways, so a guy, you know, raccoon gets hit on Monday and I walk by it every day, so I check on it every day. Yeah. And on when on I think it was the night after we had a really intense rainfall and this raccoon is right in the water ditch. So I thought, oh, I'm interested to see what the water's done to like his fur and stuff. And now this is the gold star moment. Okay. So I go to peek on him and I think, oh, that's weird. What is that? Basically, the water was running so fast that it had pulled all the intestines out of his tummy and ran them into a straight line down the water um, ditch. Hmm. And I followed the intestines all the way to the end and I looked up. And I thought, those are some really clean intestines. And that water is very ferocious. Ah. And I walked back up to the road and I thought, I want to tell Tyler about this, but he probably won't like this story. <laughs> and now here I am sharing it on the podcast. There so we go. I looked at it today. Everything is still intact. Nothing's eating it, which I'm really surprised by because you'd think those intestines would be some good eats. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I will keep In- you guys posted. Raccoon, raccoons that. intestines is nature's spaghetti. <laughs> That's kind of what it looks like. It's very clean, very thin, mm-hmm. and it's very long. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not very good with distances, but I'd say it's like, like three and a half meter sticks long. I mean, maybe I think, more. I think that's pretty accurate. Sorry, Dad. By the way, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, actually, your dad was the one that I was worried about the most yeah. with this story. Okay. Um, because <laughs> when I tell it to, like, I haven't really told anyone else, but like, I really made it less morbid for the show because we're not like that on the show. We are. That's true. We're definitely not. We're uh, we're good people. <laughs> <laughs> we're good people. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. We're just good folks, you know, trying to make it in this crazy world. But I'll let you guys know what happens to the mm-hmm. carcass, I yeah. guess. I feel like that's kind of important now. So going forward, is that okay if I go into my favorite segment of the show, the songs that floored you? Yeah. Oh, right. Totally. Okay, guys. So I have two songs that floored you today. Only um, if you sing the theme song to songs that floored you. Songs that floored you, get ready to be on the floor now. Songs that floored you, too bad you gotta stay down. There we go. That's it. 100%. So, I, these two songs pertain much to the judgment that I'm about to do. Jess will be like, so Candace, did you bring a book today? And I'll say yes. Mm -hmm. But just so you guys know, this is actually a big nod to... And, you know, when I said that cat people are people who don't like cats have to take a long look at the mirror. We're talking mirrors. Do we we're count, talking cats. Do we count David Bowie as a cat people? Songs that floored you today. David Bowie's cat people. Oh. 
Okay, guys. Seriously, this song is so good. But I think it is on the Let's Dance album where you get the really good intro. So when I was young and it was back in the day of Napster and LimeWire and all of that stuff, I could never find the original version that I had on a 45 growing up with the really good intro to Cat People. So I'll make sure when I put it on the playlist, we get that really good intro. The good but proper are, one. That's the one that's are done two by versions. that cat orchestra, right? <laughs> yeah. There are two versions of, maybe there's more versions, but there's two for sure. And um, the version that I will add to the playlist is the one that I think is the best. And I think the thing is, is that there was one for the movie and there was one for the album. And mm-hmm. I think the album version is the one that gets me. So putting out fire with gasoline, there can't really be much like cooler than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I feel like there was something else I wanted to say about David Bowie here, but um, oh, Serious Moonlight. Serious Moonlight was the name of a tour and like the Serious Moonlight. How cool I think that is, is like, I don't know. Yeah. Why? I think, I'm a nerd. I think everyone at some point or another has experienced like I know serious, you have. I've experienced serious moonlight. Don't get me started. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh, I, you, that could be the rest of the me. podcast. That could be the rest of the podcast. Is talking about the serious moonlight that? Oh my god! I personally have just been in. I wonder where I wrote the notes about ser- serious moonlight because I don't see those now. But that that is what I wanted to say. Like mm. that's just the coolest thing ever. Well, so, cat I, people. Cat people by David Bowie. I would like to throw in. This is a sudden change in the format, change in the show. Ooh, I'm going to throw in a, I think this actually might be impossible to find on Spotify, but I'm going to throw it into the mix of amazing, uh, this is songs that floored me. This is Cat People, Cat People by Brad Neely. Oh. Yeah. It's a song. So it's a cover? No, it's not a cover. Oh. (laughs) It's Cat People by Brad Neely, and it's a... it's a song about literal cat people. Oh. And these cat people move, move like the wind. Cat people okay. screw, screw like the wind. And then so on Ooh. and so forth. The song really basically hope... writes itself. I don't think it's on Spotify, but... Um, but you would you would put it in the playlist? Like it's it floored you? Oh, definitely. Okay. Okay. Well, then... We will find that. Um, But yeah, so David Bowie's Cat People. And then my second song that floored me. Songs that floored you. And if we say it as a sentence, Cat People, I'll Be Your Mirror. So Jess, the Velvet Underground. Ooh. I'll Be Your Mirror. Nico. Oh, my God. Lou's guitar. Nico's voice. I had never heard anything like it before. Do you remember back in the day when, like, Music World would do, like, the two albums? They were usually that 20th century for, like, 10 bucks. You could pick, like, two. I don't know. What's anyway, Music World? Oh. Um, music World was, like, our music store, but I guess HMV might have been. Or, like, A&B Sound? Ooh, that's real school. That's that old. used to be in Vancouver in that really crazy building. Yeah. And but they yeah, had one they in would Victoria like... and they had one in Nanaimo. No, Nanaimo. Yes. There's probably one in Edmonton too. I'm not totally sure. But um, yeah, it's like that kind of, you know, 
CD store and they would do specials. And I remember getting the Velvet Underground and just hearing Nico's voice for the first time. I was totally blown away from it. And like the the words like I'll reflect what you are in case you don't know, like, oh, I'll be your mirror. I just think that's so beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um, I really hope I got those lyrics right. I'm just like very excited and my notes are failing me a little bit. But like, yeah, just a beautiful song. I think one of the most underrated love songs ever. So Jess, I'll be your mirror. Okay. Buddy. So there we okay. go. I looked so, I looked really, really hard to see if I could find Cat People by Brad. You mean Neely. instead of listening to my heartfelt Look. I got I got things on my plate over here. I looked on <laughs> I looked on on Spotify, I searched for it, but the only thing I could come up with was a podcast called uh Dungeon Master of None. Uh <laughs> episode seventy eight, World Building Species. Uh and I'll read the synopsis for the episode. Are there gnomes in the sun? DMs Matt and Rob discuss strategies for incorporating the standard Dungeons and Dragons species into your campaign worlds. Music, pack div, don't know what that means, roll the dice, Brad Neely, cat people. So, oh, look at that! Look, that's, Those DMs know what's up. So if you want to hear this song, we're not going to add a whole episode of a podcast to the... Um, because that would be unfortunately uh, that is not can't kind do of that impossible. so you just go onto youtube and find it do it that way i'm gonna make you but, work for that song that floored me okay i will try to find it guys also we'll i don't think i've happens. ever heard the velvet or what was it you say the velvet underground yes the velvet underground uh, i'll be your mirror reflect what you are in case you don't know it's a great album i think it's the mid 60s what uh, is Nico- yeah sorry go ahead yeah I just- nico and Lou Reed. But anyways, what were you going to ask I me? was going to ask, what is their biggest song that I don't know? Um, Well, you know, like Heroin. Um, is that really, it's a quite a long song that you probably had to listen to in high school to mm-hmm. be cool. Mm. Uh, Sweet Jane. Uh, well, there's there's tons. Like, Yeah, I don't, I, I, okay, I don't, I still don't know. Any. All Tomorrow's Parties. All tomorrow's parties. It's no, that's not yeah. ringing any bells. Um. Also, okay, I don't well, think I don't think underground is the best place for velvet. That feels like an above ground kind of garment, like fabric. I'm kind of shocked right now. Like Lou Reed is one of my favorite creators of all time. I I love the Velvet Underground, but I especially love what Lou Reed did in like the 80s with his music yeah and when i add these songs to the playlist i really hope that you listen to them because they're really good yes but hey candace gonna... what's just a quick question for you before we get, <laughs> we get going to the you know into the uh the autumn part of the episode where yeah. we get into the book things um you know where we talk about the things that people probably like showed up for now nah, they, they're good they're just you guys just chill for a second hey where can we check out this this playlist just in case you know people listening at home don't know where they can definitely i didn't so, forget it i'm building this playlist for us um on spotify you can find it under candace and jess songs that floored you we really like you know, I have no problem sharing with you guys a song that floored me every week. But the idea is, is that you send us songs that floor you as well. And then we get your stories, your juicy, sweet, sweet stories. 
and um, kind of, you know, like where you heard it for the first time, kind of what it reminds you of. And then we get to share that on the show. We get to give you a little shout out and then we add it to the song list, which has happened a few times. So we're building it. It's awesome. I share um, a lot of the songs on Instagram as well so that you can find the link to the playlist on there. But it's been really great because, you know, I am the endless shit suggestions kind of friend. So here we go. I like it when you type in uh, on Spotify, Candace and you get Candace and Jess songs that floored you. You get Ch- Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. And you get Candace and Jacob, Jacob hype shit. And Ca- Candace and Vanessa, Candace and me, Greg Ooh. and Candace chill and Candace and Matt. Wow. I don't know. There's two names in there that are really interesting to me, but my own is, uh, I guess. Yeah. So Jess found it just now, the playlist. Mm -hmm. So I know that you can too. Follow it on there. So we see that you're there. It's that easy. Yeah. And then it's just sort of like get inspired and send us a song that Mm -hmm. floored you. So Candace. Yes, Jess. I I can't help but notice that you brought a book today. I certainly did. For the podcast. Um, I'm really excited about this one. The amount of times that I've said, I'm going to read this book. You know, we've done 91 episodes. I've probably said that like at least 50 times. No, I haven't done 50 judgments because I would have only done half. Yeah. So I've said it. I've said it 11 times. Mm. But I might mean it this time. 45 times. Okay. So (laughs) first of all, I'm going to start by reading the entire cover of this book. Jess, do you see the cover there? Oh, right. Uh, you did send me a picture. I remember it was very blue, and that makes me think and be like, "Oh man, this cover's so sad." Oh, see, I this is a wonderful Jonathan Richmond quote. I wish that I could say it verbatim, but he was talking about how the color blue actually brings him a lot of happiness, and that it being linked with you know sadness is too bad. Uh, I agree with that. Anyways, I fucking ruined that. I will try to find the quote somewhere mm-hmm. for you guys. Yeah. So Jonathan, what was his name? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He's he's (laughs) forever spinning in his grave right now. Jonathan Taylor Thomas is not dead. Okay. I don't know. Look. Also, (laughs) oh my God. And if he is, you're the only one that knows and you've just incriminated yourself. Uh, Well, it was Jonathan Richmond from the Modern Lovers. Uh, Sorry. What was his name? Jonathan. Jonathan Richmond. Richmond. He's the best. Mm-hmm. You might know him from songs like, well, no, you might know He's him from some. Man, and you're going s- too far when there's no oh. in any way. N- no, that no. isn't it. But isn't it? he is the man singing in the trees in Something About Mary. That might be where you would remember him from. Oh, uh, okay. And he's from one of the best, like, oh my God, the modern lovers are so good. I will definitely be featuring some Jonathan. Oh, no, I already did. Jonathan Richmond, The Summer Feeling was like one of my first songs that floored you that i put out there yeah okay okay i I really want to get in this book Mm -hmm. so reading the cover piece by piece it starts out with tender beautiful and devastating aw Ooh. Ooh, just just the way that i like my steaks well that's oh my god but there are some words on here that are a little hard for me no novelette novelette bolueo no violette Noviluet Balueo, award-winning author of We Need New Names. That's super interesting. Hmm. I've never thought about that for that's, a second. Well, do we need new names? Like, really, there's think, endless names. That's but true. I think maybe I think, we do need. 
Do we need new names? I think that everyone's I... doing new names all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever happened to Eddie? Yeah. He... <laughs> That's a George Carlin where he's like talking about all the new names people are making up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happened what to Eddie? What is Caden? <sighs> yeah. Whatever happened to Eddie? So yeah. I like that right off the bat. I mean, I don't it. know. Names. Are, I like I like learning new names. And especially so, when you, when you learn someone's name and it's a new name and you and you nail it and you feel really good, and you know that the other person feels really good too because you yeah. said their name right and it's Getting like a name right is super important. Oh, it's the best, and especially then when you meet them again like a week later and you remember their name and you're like, hey, it's. Yeah, I'm I'm good for yeah. that. You know, I I did an interview the other day and I asked her her name and she said. You know, either works, whatever. And I said, no, are mm. you kidding me? Yeah, no, I want your name to be said right. That's we can start there, right? Yeah. Um. So Island of a Thousand Mirrors, a novel. Ooh, how novel? How novel by Naomi Manawera. Manawea? Mano- have any idea, Jess? Mm. It sounds like a beautiful Mana- love song. Manawera. The names on the book's cover are absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So, Again, I hope I really hope that because I kind of realized I, I I watched a thing that bounced around Instagram and it was about getting people's names right. And I know that we get people's names. I feel that we do try our best to get yeah, the names we're bad. right. Yeah. And if we ever get the names wrong, people just go ahead and tell us that we hey, we got the name wrong. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't feel great. It doesn't feel great to no. get the name wrong. No. We have fun here, but, you know. We do. So, Land of a Thousand Mirrors. That's that's how it started anyways. Do you know about that thing where basically if two mirrors face each other, it creates a mirror? Yeah, that's uh, in the hallway of my building. Just as you enter or exit through, like, the front main door, Mm -hmm. there are two mirrors on either side. So you right, walk so in and it's just like time. you go in, you're like infinity and beyond. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you know exactly what I mean. It's yeah. it started off this island had a thousand mirrors. But by the time that the story takes place, that had morphed into just a complete world of mirrors, which is very confusing. OK. But the main inhabitants of this island are some very playful, very smart and cunning three-eyed cats oh can you see me right now jess i can yes can you see this is what they look like hold on hold on Uh uh-huh yes okay pretty much yeah there we go they got that third eye uh that third eye business yeah and it's like a kind of like a cyclops eye like it goes straight across it's not like a yeah. yeah, I'll be doing some paintings of this in the future because I saw my own cat's reflection in a window Very. and he had that. Oh. I don't really know how that happened, but I'll be painting it. <sighs> so you were staring into his soul. Yeah, he's staring mm-hmm. into mine. Hey, Candace, yes. if you have a mirror, like let's say, mm-hmm. let's say you have an island. Yes. And on this island, you have a thousand mirrors. Yes. A, that's a lot of upkeep. That's also a lot of mirrors to pay attention to. Yes. Question for you. If, mm-hmm. and it's not like a, if just per, per chance that this happened, when one of those mirrors breaks, doesn't that just mean you have a, a, a lot more mirrors to pay, pay attention to? Yeah. I kind of 
think that's a little bit of what happened on the island oh, as well. Okay. Because, and you know, like cat hair is the worst yeah. when it comes to cleaning Mirrors? glass. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, that took me back to my horrid house cleaning days and little fluffs of hair are hard to get off of mirror services. So I don't think anyone's trying that hard to keep it clean. Like the cats are the only inhabitants as far as I understand. Okay. So with the mirrors growing, as you know, because of the whole mirror thing, um, there is the cats are left to face this reality on their own. So everything that brings them joy, everything that brings them pain, Everything that brings them kitty meow meow yum yums Mm -hmm. food, they can see their own reflection in, right? Mm -hmm. So we know from the very beginning that this is a tender, beautiful, and devastating book. Uh, This book kind of represents what it's like to see a reflection in everything around you and having to accept that and to grow with that ever knowingness. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that would be tricky, right? I don't want to see myself in everything I eat and... Really, it's like I maybe get to see myself like twice a day sometimes at work. Like I'll look at myself and I'll be like, this is what I was doing. This is who I am. <laughs> and especially with the masks, I feel like I'm looking at myself even less. Uh, due to all the mirrors, these cats are very fancy, though. Yeah. They are looking at themselves constantly, so they really want to see something fun. Uh, can you imagine what a mirror would taste like? I think it would taste very smooth, but also metallic. You know what I thought you would say? What's that? Like blood. Depends on which angle you licked the mirror. If you're getting in some like edge zone, well, yeah. Well, I guess yeah, maybe. I, I think it'd be cold and watery. That's hmm. kind of like, you know, but like the fish they eat, as you can see by depicted on the cover of this book. Yeah, they're very um, skinny. And do they reflect or are those just different kinds of fish depicted by the colors that they are no they reflect oh so i'll be trying to get a really good picture of this cover because those I, mirror fish it's very relaxing to me it reminds me of rainbow fish mm, which which Do you remember are... that with the scale that's like it was like a kind of a rainbowy scale it was a children's book I it don't. might not have been called rainbow fish oh. i hope it was uh i didn't research that that's just something i thought of right that's now fair enough didn't always so, do all the research here on the show. That is what you come here for is mm-hmm. hot takes. Yeah. Good good research on 98.5 FM TGIF. It's Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> TGIW. It's Wednesday Ow. at 625 at 95.2. The slop. The, sl- <laughs> the slop. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. I love the slop, Jess. Mm-hmm. So... Yes, judging by the cover, this book is about a mirror land inhabited by three-eyed cats uh, that see themselves in everything they do. And as I said before, it's about accepting that, being okay with it, and looking dapper. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? There's nothing wrong with looking dapper. No, nothing wrong with it at all. All right, Jess, you got some questions for me about this book? Oh, do I got questions for you in this book. Uh, I do want to have uh, equal equal microphone time for the book as much as possible, if, if that's a thing that can happen, or if it can't because it's an inanimate inanimate object, then uh, I understand that completely. Uh, Candace, yes, Jess. When was this book written? Well, well. this book. Well, Jess, <laughs> here on the slop. <laughs> um, I don't actually know because. 
This has happened to me just recently. And if you guys can help me with this, if there is any vintage Harmony guitar collectors out there, maybe you can help me. So I thought it was a 1966, right? I thought mm-hmm. it was released in 66. Turns out it could have been a 1966, a 1967, maybe an eight or a nine. Mm, nice. I don't know. I don't know what year my guitar is anymore. My life is falling apart. And I don't know what year this book really is. But anywhere mm. between 1966 and 69, most. Nice. Uh, my, most surely, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so, Candace. Uh, yes, Jess. Who who would you recommend this book for? This book is recommended for anyone who has to take a long, hard look in the mirror at themselves, at what they eat, at what they wear, and at how they feel. That's It's a reflection. It's someone who needs to do some inner searching that this book really would mm. do best for. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that. That's like me every time, like when I wake up and look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, hey, you. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually going to be another question of mine about the mirrors. When you look at yourself in the mirror, Mm -hmm. you probably look right at your beard first. I imagine you're looking at that. Yeah. It's because it's usually it's kinked from a mask. Right. So you're checking that out. Yeah. I need to comb it out. I think quite often I look at my forehead. Like, I was just trying to pay attention to where my eyes go. I think I look at my hairline a lot. I don't know why. I was just like, oh, I'm looking at my hairline again. But do you look at yourself in the eyes very often? Like, stare deeply into the portals to my soul? Yeah, like you're a grizzly bear looking at a man. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. I imagine I kind of avoid eye contact with myself. Well, let's all try that tonight, okay, guys? As a group, as Candace and Jessers, when you're going to wash your face or brush your teeth tonight, I hope you get a chance to do that. Yeah. That would be really nice. Um, Look right in your own eyes. Let's see. And then let us know how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, um, Yes. Final question. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. That question. Okay. Candace, if you were to rate this book on the Candace and Jess... Uh, food scale of rating books we haven't read and probably eh, probably won't read we, we don't know we might read or maybe we anyways that that's at least the 12th time i've said i wanted to read it <laughs> if you were to rate this scale this book on that scale that i just mentioned top of the yep. scale being a noodle dish um uh as of course uh, as we've well established all 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 noodle dishes are uh, essentially the second coming of Jesus and therefore God or something uh in the all eyes cr- we've, we've decided Wasn't that all that noodle dishes are it they're all created equal yes they're That's all what, created we did equal. have a we did have a bit about like every noodle is Jesus but yeah I don't know how much we really want to hit that. Nah, we don't know. Noodle on the head. We don't know. We we don't don't want to hammer that nail home. Maybe not. Nah. But yes, they're all created. They're all equal. They're all delicious. They are the top of the list. So they're just such good boys and girls. Yeah. Good people. Noodles are good people is what I'm saying. They're up there. They're up there at the top. There's there's actually an old man at work that calls me Spicy Noodle, which I don't know why, but fuck, I'll take it. And it really works for our show. Hmm. So... With uh, For a scale to work properly, you need to have a, a top part and a bottom part. So the bottom part of that there scale, this there scale, the Candace and Jess, whatever the fuck I said, was, is, uh, bottom end of it, gas station yep. banana. 
the gas station banana gas here station. on the slop. Banana. 95.2, the slop. Okay, so this book, I so badly wanted to say water because water you see a reflection in. Um, but water's not food, right, Jess? I can't do that. I mean, this, we, I just, I gave you the rules of what, well, what I went with playing I, in the space. I, I ended up going with, which is funny because you mentioned grapes earlier in the show. Candace, Sorry, guys, here's I'm the, here's just... the thing that you can do. And this is something you're entirely able to do is if you're saying that you want to say the rating on this book is water, but you're not sure that it fits within the in the parameters of water convince yeah. me well it really does it does sustain life mm -hmm. it's like you can't just have food and you can't just have water mm -hmm. right food and water go hand in hand that's very true i think this book is a little bit special i think this book really does bend the rules i think this book really is more than just a cherry or a cannelloni mm -hmm. but Cannelloni is a noodle. That's the truth. That's true. Hey, but, Candace, how do you cook a noodle? How do you cook pasta? With water. Yeah. With water, with boiling water. Yeah, guys, I think it's water. The only other thing I could come up with is maybe it's a grape because I could picture myself. I had some delicious grapes mm. that my dear, dear sweet yeah. Sophie brought me. I feel like I could see my reflection in a grape, but I also think I'm making that up. I also wonder why we don't see our reflections in more foods. I think you could see your shadow, but you're not going to see like a reflective thing. It's pretty amazing. We can see reflections in water. That's true. Um, yeah. So I'm going to have my full Simba coming of age moment. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Universe forever. Uh, yeah, it's water. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas. May he rest in peace. <laughs> God, Jess. What? <laughs> I just don't want you to incriminate yourself. So I, I, I think he's alive. No, he's probably alive. He's probably. No, he is. He's alive. Is he living his best life? I don't know. Well, isn't that insane, too? Because I just had posted about us doing the Jonathan Taylor Thomas universe just a few days ago. Did that Did I, that ever like. No, it. the thing was, is it was on one of our very first episodes ever you guys it was like back in the day before i even had a recording system i think jess and i were like i it was like one of our when we were seeing if records could work as well yeah we were like oh we can judge a book and a record we also used to think we were both gonna judge a book in an episode <laughs> which ended up being like not great at all no but the jtt universe is something that was lost in those beginning tapes and like if you go back to the very beginning of our show we really did release pretty much like we considered them what were the first nine episodes called the Jess? first seven episodes were the pilot oh. episodes yeah so the pilot episodes those were those ones made it those they have are the a really ones nice that, little ee hiss in it well we recorded we recorded them and then we released them to friends and family just to sort of get feedback from yeah. from people and there to was be a like, lot of feedback does this sound does it sound good does it does it sound like something you'd enjoy would you want to hear more yeah yeah so. so even before that which there was probably only one or two recordings ever before that was when the jonathan taylor thomas universe existed <laughs> and then i just one of my dear friends pierce just put out an album that you can get on Bandcamp. i really suggest going and checking it out it's called blue youth uh is the artist's name it's awesome okay what's uh, the I, i've posted what's the, about it what's the url for blue youth 
I actually blue youth on Bandcamp. If you if you went like yeah. blue youth on Google and then search Bandcamp, you'd be able to find this yeah. cat. Totally, and I will share it. I shared the I shared it when he released it a couple of probably a week ago. I purchased the album. It's super good, and the second track I'm pretty sure it's second track is called Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Huh. And it was like a few days after I had told everyone about the JTT universe. So just so you guys know, JTT is not dead. He will never die. He lives forever in uh, podcasts and awesome albums forever. Mm -hmm. I really think you guys should check out this Blue Youth, though. It's so good. Um, Cheers, Pierce. We'll, We'll share it somehow. But anyways, guys, you have been listening to Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. The Raccoon Gut podcast that you all know and love yep i've been candace <laughs> that's what we call that's what we definitely it's in brackets it's in parentheses beneath yeah. the long name of our original thing uh for an you may episode. have missed it but it's yeah. but it's there would you yeah. read there it's like a subtext and i'm jess mm-hmm. hey Hi, jess. Uh, uh we're ending the episode yeah you, yep. you know what if you want to check out the covers of these here books just go go on hop on to like instagram uh, where it's Candace and Jess, or hop on to Twitter at Candace and Jess. Uh, you can also send us an email, which is Candace and Jess at gmail.com. Um, I don't know, we're working on a website. Yeah, that's can't wait till that's somewhere. It's going to be good, guys. Somewhere in between finished and not finished. So, yeah, it's right in cool. there. And that's going to be a great place for us to direct you guys mm-hmm. to get a hold of us and to hear all the episodes. Yeah. Um, it's going to be great. We also really have, we also have a Facebook page that we've done nothing on. Uh, <laughs> yep, and that one, uh, I think if you look for Candace and Jess was taken. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, because I made a Facebook page and then absolutely did nothing with it. And then Jess tried to, and I had already stolen the name. Yeah. But we so I had that, to make so. another. So we stole it from ourselves, but couldn't figure yep. out how to get the original. So we're there too. And then, I don't know, working on a blog, but we'll see how far we get with that. Yeah, and uh, we're really excited to go into this new season. We're going to keep it spooky. We can't help ourselves. We've got, um, yeah, we got stuff going on. We want to hear from happening. you guys. Send us Songs an email. Send us a message. Um, spin us a yarn. Tell us a tale. If you're an author, we'll always take those five star reviews. Just saying. Yeah, send us a book. Go on to iTunes. Give us a review. Apparently, that really matters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. we're doing it. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Well, outro music i think yeah okay oh and on 95.7 what is it well i just like it when you're like (laughs) when you throw in some letters it's like 98.jtklmfm (laughs) 92.7klm the clam radio dig that's the sound in the back yeah dig in for some and don't be shellfish (laughs) Don't be sure. Dig in and don't be sure. Ooh, mm-hmm. Yep, there we the go. Clam. Yeah. The, 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 the clam. <laughs> kind of, okay. No okay. more. End of the episode. It stops. I'm, okay. I'm going to try to save because I'm scared. Okay. I was actually Oh, like, I can't. Okay. Hit stop. Okay. <laughs>